If you're listening, then you're either an officer-elect or a member of our officer corps brushing up on FPC priorities. My intent is to use the popular podcast format, this format, as a way to orient officers ahead of our training times. This way, we can make our time around the table during our four weeks much more interactive. Let's go. All right, so what's more important, the forest or the trees? Think about that for a minute. Like the details or the big picture? Well, when it comes to healthy relationships, you need both. You need law and love. We need to know what time to arrive, and you want a warm smile when you get there. When you need to communicate expectations, well, you do need to. And we need to be willing to adjust when circumstances intrude. We need truth and grace. You get in the picture? I was doing a wedding out of town. The wedding coordinator had never done a wedding before. You can probably see where this is going. She was a very detail-oriented person, driven and conscientious. She really meant well. But she was also afraid. She views, and still does, weddings as a performance. She felt the pressure of public exposure to some important details that might be lost and the potential humiliation of being responsible. As a result, she developed spreadsheets. Yes, spreadsheets for almost everything. She had a spreadsheet with extravagant detail about the order and the entry and the timeline and decision-making and the vibe and the bride's family. And even after uh, every part of it, uh, built in 15 minutes of time between people who are wanting to spend time together. I mean, everything was programmed. It was not very relational. She even had a, a program 15 minutes of time for parents to have with their daughter or their son before the ceremony. Now, I've, I've done well over 100 weddings, and I've never seen a wedding day actually operate like this. Not according to plan, no. Until you get to the ceremony, and then even then, you have to be prepared to be a little flexible. But she was going to lock us in. She was going to lock in results with her spreadsheets. I kept waiting to see the spreadsheet instructing me about how to put on my own tie. Now, I, I hope that doesn't sound demeaning to this coordinator. I'm not exaggerating any of this. I'm needing us to take a look at a real-world scenario to illustrate the two ditches we can fall into, whether it's forest or trees, when it comes to ministry and healthy relationships. If we're going to have ministry and mission that promote healthy relationships, we need to recognize we're either going to stray too far into the details and forget the purpose, or we're going to neglect the details and allow unnecessary chaos. Do you get the picture? On the left side of the road, the ditch is too many details. On the right side of the road, not enough details. Let's stay out of the dishes because healthy relationships require a balance between connecting with people and conducting business. So that balance is between results and relationships. So picture a piece of paper and a sketch of a basic grid, all right, four-quadrant grid with X and Y axis, 
the horizontal line represents relationship. As you uh, go to the right, relationships are higher in priority. On the left side, low priority relationship. On the right side of the horizontal line, high priority. Now, the vertical line. The vertical line represents results. As you go up the line, the priority of relationships, I mean, of results, goes up. So, you want to be in the upper right quadrant of high relationship, high results. So let's take a look at a couple of the options. I've been a part of a couple of these different uh, quadrants. I've worked in a place of high relationship and low results, where relationships are a priority, but results are not a priority. That's the bottom right quadrant. A place where relationships are a priority, but results are not. Now, in that environment, I remember people believed they valued relationship over tasks and that their culture promoted people, but it didn't. On the contrary, their lack of structure created a lot of confusion over what to expect. That culture did not respect people's time and energy. In an effort to value the forest instead of the trees, the big picture rather than the details, their neglect hurt relationships. Tasks do matter. Results do matter. I've also worked in an environment of high results, low relationship. So premium on results, but not on relationship. And that's the top left quadrant. The justification for this kind of culture was that performance would yield more fruit and that eventually it would give us the margin to value relationships. On the contrary, the competitive nature of ministry in that place made people paranoid and disconnected. <laughs> ministry, ministry happens along the way. In the planning, in the details, we need to remain flexible. But we need to remain in the details. We need to embrace interruptions, sometimes God's agenda over our own, but we do need to have a plan. High relationships and high re results promotes healthy culture. So, let's illustrate this a little bit more in terms of the big picture of the church, trellis and vine. So, think about a trellis and a vine. Now, a vine's a great illustration. From John 15, uh, it, it's an illustration that Jesus uses himself, the vine and the trellis. In John 15, Jesus talks about new life in terms of the vine. This new life is our main thing. As John Wooden, old basketball coach from USC, he said, the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. But in a fallen world, we need to protect the main thing. We need to protect the vine. We need things like planning and order and accountability and even discipline to keep the vine healthy. Now, healthy things grow, but so do unhealthy things. Weeds get into the garden. So I remember uh, someone joining the former church I served who had incredible energy. She came in hot with a personal agenda to get things done. She thought we're, we were neglecting. She was determined to add a program where she had experienced a lot of growth. So this program she had experienced uh, she just, it was so meaningful to her. She wanted it in her new church. And she couldn't imagine that people could grow in faith without having the same experience that she had had.
in this particular program. I've seen this over and over again. Do you sense the good and bad in this story? Do you see both the good of her passion, but also the troubling lack of humility and team spirit? Her experience of new life, of the vine, needed a trellis, needed order. She needed to connect with people who have been faithfully serving, who know the context and history of that new church. For her, new to her, old to them. Here's why we do what we do. Those people know that, and she needed that context. People who could see the value of her passion and help her build the structure and trust, they would become for her the trellis for the vine of her idea of new growth. The results and relationships, those have to come together to achieve her goals. The trellis of authority or structure or committee structure, it's not just a bureaucracy. It's accountability. It's respect for people who've been there already. It's respect for counting the cost of what it's going to mean to staff people. Um, and even just, you know, just space in the bulletin and time on the schedule. Uh, it's, it's part of what it takes. That is, structure is part of what it takes to keep something living healthy. So, questions for you now that you understand the crucial principle of healthy ministry culture and the balance of grace and truth, all right? So you've gotten two stories. One of a story of a woman who was high on detail and structure, high on trellis. She was the wedding coordinator, and she was going to make things right just by structure. Second story is a woman who just had this experience with God, and she had to have it for everybody else and didn't have any respect for structure. So here's the question I have for you. Do you see this principle at your house, in your home? Perhaps the way you make decisions about where you go to dinner or plan your vacation. It's important to get away from the demands of the daily life on, through a vacation and to have some loose structure when you go on vacation, but it's also important to have a budget and a bed to sleep in, right? A plan. So think about that. Think about where you've experienced this in your own personal life, but also where you've experienced it in the church. Where have you seen things off balance at church or in your home or work that are examples you might bring to discuss that can help us embrace and internalize the authority of the committee structure of FPC, but also be able to be interrupted, be able to be flexible, and put a high premium on what's going on in the moment with people.